I forgot. Welcome. <laughs> I was just enjoying the intro. Welcome to uh, Let the Music Be Your Master. Uh, I guess I'm leading out on the discussion today. I'm Jason Johnson, and I'm joined here with my, uh, my fellow music aficionados. I've got Jordan Harmon over here. Brandon Arnold. Steve Ricks. Welcome, welcome, and uh, we're excited. So today we're going to take a little bit of a, a, a veer uh, from, from where we've been this season so far. We've been building our wings of the Hall of Fame, and we've been, um, we've been creating our, our entry-level Hall of Fame wings based on genre. And uh, today we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit and and take a little bit different approach. Uh, I don't know when this will air. Probably sometime twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three. But uh, yeah, the uh, yeah, we recorded the jazz episode uh, a month ago, I think, and it will uh, it it has been the memory card has been sitting in the uh, the recorder this whole time. My back has been too bad that I mm. like in my mind I knew oh I need to get that memory card out of the the task cam so i can start editing but one is down in the basement two i have to walk downstairs i have to bend over to get to it to open up the case three the case is heavy it just never happens great now i I feel bad thanks Thanks for picking on the the cripple you come in with the jab for brandon and brandon comes up with i'm on my deathbed man um but i think here i am making a sob story about having to bend down (laughs) i put it off for a month i haven't as if I haven't Have you bent been over down to pick up month? anything nothing, for a month. <laughs> um, I think the nature of this discussion, at least in my head, will kind of be uh, somewhat of a of a coda to 2020. We may get another one recorded this month. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But uh, we'll see. So I, I think that's kind of the spirit of, of where this discussion will be to, to put a, a stamp on it for however this exists in history. But before we do that, uh, we want to get to just a couple of things. Um, I got one of my favorite gifts I've ever gotten via email. It was, it was sent to all of us through the, the, Let the Music Be Your Master email service. Um, that's, that's mail that can be sent electronically. And uh, one of our, one of our, our, our uh, listeners, uh, Mr. H. Tuttle, sent a uh, response. We, we talked about, he sent a response to, I think, our 2010s 2010, list. 2010, yep. And uh, he talked about how we had omitted maybe some of the attention that, that uh, hip-hop during that decade deserved. And I challenged him on air to make me a playlist, and he did, and I absolutely love it. I've shared it with my sons, and I've uh, listened to it extensively, and I just want to shout him out and, uh, and thank him for that that playlist we will gladly accept any playlist that anybody wants to share with us i don't remember the the email address how does somebody how would somebody share a playlist with us brandon uh contact at let the music be your master.com well that seems easy enough it was a great playlist i actually went as far because i don't have spotify right now and he sent it in that version I yeah. went as far to recreate his playlist in order in my YouTube music so I could listen to I, it. I did the exact same thing. I have ago. Apple Music, so I uh, found a tool online and it exported it to Apple Music and I've just been been burning through it. There's some great tracks on it. Yeah. There was some stuff that I had I was familiar with and then there was some some stuff that was new to me that was really, really good. So uh, what, what's some of the, the new to you ones? I'll tell you. Let me open up the list since you asked and uh oh I've got it right here. And I'll tell you what, what was on there. Um so, uh, here's some compelling listening as I open up a... 
a list. Where is it? Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby. You like that one? Isaiah Rashad. Those are the those oh, the list, the list. Okay. Find the list. <coughs> was that me? Oh, it started me. playing. Um, that was uh, so. There was a, a Benny the Butcher track. I'm uh, familiar mm-hmm. with Benny the Butcher, but that song was that was really great. really good. With Black Thought on it. Um, yeah, Black Thought from the Roots. There was um, a oh a, a Loyal Carner. That was new to me. I thought that was really nice. That track, Stars and Shards, and um, uh, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. Uh, that was I know I know both of them, but I hadn't heard that track that he shared crime pace anyway it was an awesome really thoughtful list i still listen to it big shout out big thanks h tuttle keep uh, keep sending stuff our way maybe if i get ambitious enough i'll respond with a, a, a list but we keep sharing lists anyway um anybody want to so you listen to it did you get yeah. either of you spend any time with it put you on the spot it was, it was all hip-hop so i was like mm. <laughs> someday <laughs> All right, we'll get, we'll get you. We'll get you one over. Anyway, I thank still you. need to listen to Jordan's li- hip hop. Yeah, list. I gave him like a very, very vanilla <laughs> from 14 years ago. Yeah, I gave him like it's a burned diggable planet. It's a burned mix CD from 14 years ago. Like DJ that. Jazzy Jeff, and that's the yeah. way it is. Yeah. This uh, is a, this is a more advanced hip hop that. Brandon might need to work up it, towards. It was good. It was a really good list. Um, legitimately. By advanced, you mean has more swears? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the evolution. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're used in a really sophisticated way, so it makes I it, it. it, makes it yeah. art. Sophisticated. Context. All right. Um, anyway, thank you. Big, uh, big shout out there. Uh, next, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to keep up our Tell Me Something Good um, Piece where uh, where we have one of our uh, one of our council here that tells us something good that they've been listening to of late, and uh, that that duty falls upon Sir Ricks a lot, Doctor Steve Ricks. Yes. Tell us something good, huh? Well, I was waiting for Brandon to cue up the part of the uh, the uh, Rufus song uh. that doesn't have "Tell Me Something Good" uh. in, in it, but if <laughs> right. if he's gonna do that, uh, mm-hmm. I'll. Uh, <laughs> Just, just keep talking. Yeah, just talk. <laughs> at some point, at some point, it'll he'll, add, he'll no. add it in post. <laughs> okay, okay. No, add it in post. No, he definitely it'll won't. interrupt me. He it'll definitely interrupt won't. me. Yeah. Just remember, there's a long intro. If, if you want to try, <laughs> just start talking, Steve. Oh, Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were right. <laughs> yeah, pitch perfect, Steve. <laughs> well, I don't don't listen too closely. I probably missed it. So here's what I've been thinking about, or what I came up with. Any any? Uh... <laughs> oh, there it is. And there's our intro to the segment. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, so, any high fidelity fans out there? The movie with John. Cusack absolutely and, yeah absolutely great, great movie huh and uh kind of a music lovers movie so great anyway so you got jack black uh, in there. based on the book yeah. by nick hornby right mm-hmm. right also, also a music lover so a more recent incarnation is a series right with zoe kravitz and maybe maybe some of you guys saw it maybe some of our listeners saw it but the music in that series is great and it's uh quest love is the kind of like music consultant producer whatever and 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 then there there are playlists floating around out there Uh, i know at least on spotify there's like the official high fidelity playlist uh but it's 
it's a re- it's a really great uh, broad sort of sampling of just cool songs. Some that you go, oh yeah, that one. Some that you are like, gosh, I think I've heard that, and that's so good. But I didn't, I never knew who sang it or whatever. And then there's others gems that you just have never heard of. But um, one of the tunes on on the list and that shows up in that song I had not heard of, but it's one of these. I think maybe it's it, there was some claim that it's the most sampled song, but I I don't know if that's uh, verifiable. I can't verify it, but it's it's a song that's sampled quite a bit. But it's uh, uh, "My Love for You" by ESG. I don't, and so that that would be the one I'd say. Let's let's cue it up. Listen to a little bit of it. But if if you want to just maybe get introduced to some new stuff or Stuff you might not have been aware of by people you know, I would say check out the high fidelity recent high fidelity show uh, playlist. You want to hear some "My Love for You" by ESG? Yes, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. I wish you listeners could see uh, Brandon in his uh, standing desk grooving on this one. Oh, man. This is nice. <laughs> yeah. Good track. So many tracks like that on this playlist. They're just tasty, good. You're like, wow, why have I not ever heard that song? Or or maybe I have heard that song, but I, don't, I didn't remember it. or I didn't know who sang it. Anyway. Check I think Questlove should have the honorary now the hardest working man in show business, like the old James Brown title. I think that goes to Questlove. Might be he's everywhere. He's everywhere. Very you know. prolific. Awesome. That was nice. I liked it. Yeah, um, maybe kind of a, a nice lead in to to what we might discuss a little bit today. So we're going to take this is uh, maybe a little bit just selfish for me because this is what's interesting to me. But one of my favorite things to do is to. Um, just present people with questions and and ask them to respond with a song as their response i don't know why but i get tremendous enjoyment out of it and i think just because of of my um my relation to music it 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 makes me feel connected like somehow in the universe there's this common rhythm for a moment and uh and so that's what we're going to do today. I, I send out a, a series of questions, of prompts, and uh, rather than construct a Hall of Fame wing, we're going to get a little personal here, and we're going to uh, we're going to respond to different questions that I sent out, and uh, the response is going to be with song. Um, we do tend to talk a lot. Maybe we'll still talk a lot, but I'm, I'm hoping the, the songs kind of speak for themselves as well. We can give any context that we want. But uh, this is kind of my love letter to music. Um, it's, for me, I, I think everybody's gotten their butt kicked a little bit throughout 2020. Um, it's, it's 
really terrifying sometimes to look around and feel like the world's kind of collapsing around us. And music, for me personally, has been a major source of of hope, a major source of just kind of connection to humanity through even though we've we've all been probably isolating more than we we cared to and so i uh, i figure we'll we'll keep it up and i think if anything this is a good practice just in listening in general and and i i always love hearing I, st- I tend to hear songs differently when I hear somebody describe what it means to them. And so hopefully that that's what this, this exercise will be, and we'll see how it goes. This is, I guess, an experiment for us as well. We've never done this. This is going to be live on set. And so uh, we'll see how it goes. You guys ready for this? Any yeah. comments before we jump Bring into it. it? Bring it. I'm looking forward how, to it. How, 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 what was your experience putting together these lists? Um, for me, for me, it was like there were a lot of songs that came. So you sent us out a list of potential questions, mm-hmm. um, and there were a lot of songs that came immediately to mind for most of the questions, um, and then more and more would come. And so it was, it's tricky to narrow it down. I uh, even at this point, I could go with any number of of songs for for a lot of these questions, but it's it was fun with the variety of of questions you had to think of all these different songs and yeah i have at least three responses for every question <laughs> right backup and then a backup for the backup <laughs> i was just like yeah. yeah maybe i'll feel different tomorrow than i did today i'll uh when, once backups. we get to it I'll, I'll tell you which one was the the hardest for me oh interesting okay <laughs> we uh, i have to say that it's like it on the one hand it reminded me of you know digging into a song and trying to figure out why do I love this song so much? This is my favorite, you know, my favorite song or one of my favorites because of whatever. And so it's, it's, but, but there's this connection there between the song itself. So it's musical characteristics, something about the, the production, the melody, the lyrics, whatever that I just love or connect with. But it also is so related to and dependent on, my associations with that song, you know, a lot of them are related to me and Laura, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, our, our connection, our relationship songs or artists she introduced me to that suddenly become ours or, or nostalgia or thinking back to, Oh yeah, that, that when, when I was in high school or that moment when, when I heard that song. So it's, it's the association to these extra musical outside of the music things. That's also super strong with, with all of these, I think for me. So awesome. Yeah. For me, I, the name of my spreadsheet is meaningful songs, right? Cool. So that's like the overall. So I was, as I was doing this, I was like, man, this is, I'm, I want to hear all of these questions from all these guys and I want to answer them all, but also I don't want to be here for nine hours. I mean, I do, but also I might end up not with my family locking the doors and not letting me come back in. But, uh, yeah, it was great. I was thinking, man, maybe this is where the podcast is going to go. Cause we could, we could do like three of these questions yeah, each I, and it, probably do th- a whole is, after I started answering them, I realized this is definitely not the best set of questions. And I thought, you know, that's okay. We need to leave some on the table to be able to do this again. Yeah, so it's a, no, it's a great right. set of questions. Well, let's start then. So the first one, yeah. I, I thought about maybe digging into everybody's history. Like, oh, how'd you fall in love with music? And then I thought, <laughs> no, bullcrap. We're going to let the music speak for itself. And so the first question is, what's the first song you can remember having a strong reaction? I'll start. We'll just go around the circle this way. We'll change up the order from time to time. Uh, first song I remember having a physical reaction to or any reaction to was uh, when I was very young, we had a fancy hi-fi system in the, in the house. Um, 
a Panasonic, I believe, turntable with big speakers. And my sister had all of her typical Christian rock. And then she had a couple like real, real rockers that upset my dad that she owned, but she owned them and they were cool. And one of the ones that she had was um, the album, the game by queen. And it has their classic. Another one bites the dust. And I was probably six or seven. And I just remember I would stand in front of the speakers, turn the speakers up as loud as I could, and I would hit play, and there's just a specific moment in the song, I'll, hit, I'll play it right now, and it's when you hear that first, early, I don't even know what is making the sound, it's like a, a big crescendo, I'll play it right here, and uh, it just, like, I could feel it all the way into my lungs, and I, it was so, like, transformative for me, that was the singular moment I can remember. Here it is. It was that thing. I would just stand in front of the speakers as loud as I could and just let it like feel it in my lungs. It was it was it's still to Is this that day. a sustained low note on the piano? Then like warped to, at the end? It almost it sounds like a reversed right. uh, low piano note. Like yeah, like you yeah. hit a piano note, it decays, but then you reverse it with the tape and it gets mm-hmm. that you know, crescendo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could be that, but yeah, at this at this point, such you could imagine cool, such a cool various ways of maybe producing it. But yeah, I don't know what yeah, it is, but that yeah. that's what it was. Like that was the moment where I was just like, "All right, I'm in. <laughs> I'm hooked. I'm <laughs> give hooked. me more. Give me yeah. more of this. Inject it into my veins." Such a oh. powerful song. So that's funny. Song. I had I had forgotten about this until you, you told that that story because I it brought back this memory of me. This song came out in 1980, so it must have been. Uh, you know, soon after that, but I have a memory of being at my grandparents' house and my my aunt, who is the youngest sister of, you know, my my cool aunt, youngest sister of my my mom. So she was still a teenager at the time. I would have been three, right? Um, and I remember like asking her to play this song. I I had headphones on. Or, Anyway, I have this this memory of being that obsessed with that song too. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we were cool. in my elementary school. Our music leader had had uh, pop songs, you know, that people could bring in and share with the class. And this was one of those that got brought in that I remember in elementary school. It was working for kids. It somehow it was working for kids. Yeah. It, it hooked a generation of music. All right, that's my pick, Steve. You're okay. Up. Okay. Uh, hard for me to answer this question, and and especially to think it's any accurate to any level because I just couldn't figure out what the earliest one was. There's a lot floating around in those early days. Mostly like radio listening, listening to my parents' eight tracks or, you know, their collection in the car. And then we had a kid's record player and and just kind of inherited or stole or whatever my parents' record collection, uh, which included this this compilation Beatles Alpha Omega, which was one of these kind of, I think even boot, not bootleg, but I don't think it was authorized by the Beatles, but one of these, you know, Call in the 800 number, order all of this, you know, multiple LPs of the Beatles stuff. But that's not where I'm going. Where I'm going, the song I'm going to pick is is a crazy old-timey Capitol Records song called Honkity Hank. 
You can look that up. You might have to go YouTube. The The writer of the song is Pinto Colvig, and I believe a co-writer of that song is Billy May, uh, you know, ja- jazz composer fame. But I'm guessing Billy May did all the orchestration. Maybe Pinto Colvig, you said? Pinto, yeah, Pinto Colvig. I got it if you... Yeah, it's all you. Okay, here we go. Young Honkadee Hank, a mechanical boy, built himself the silliest toy. An automobile that went when he run up, the neighbors all said that he shouldn't have done it. The goofiest car that a kid ever built. I'm like, Steve, I thought you were born in 1969, not 39. <laughs> This was this was young Steve going in on explicit lyrics because it said poopiest. I'm like, oh, poopy, love it. It reminds me of like an early uh, Walt Disney cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You've got you've got all the vocal sound effects, yeah. you know, of the car, and it's just the catchy tune. That's awesome. but, but we we. Uh, you know, we inherited a bunch of these old 78s from my from my mom, which I think were, would have been hers and her childhood, or I don't know exactly where they came from or my dad's, but this was this was one of the key ones that I remember that was just, just fun to listen to and stuck with me. And I actually am revisiting it now, and I'm, I'm sort of drawing inspiration <laughs> from it for an instrumental piece nice. I'm composing. I love it. So kind of, it. kind of a nostalgia. Anyway. Great there you pick. go. Honkity yeah. Hank. Honkity Hank. Brandon. <laughs> Love it. Brandon, how are you going to do better than that? Well, I'm not. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll address that first. Because obviously this <laughs> is a competition. <laughs> not going to do better than that. Well, Round one goes to Steve. <laughs> I don't know about that. And, Brandon uh, or no, 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 no. And as I mentioned, it turns out my, my first musical impact memory was the same as Jason's. But That's I wild. Did, I did have another one that I... <laughs> that I had in mind. Um, as far as like what was available at my house growing up, uh, any kind of pop music was nowhere to be found, frankly, uh, in my, my parents' record collection. So, But the, the one record that spoke to me, I remember I was probably five, five years old, somewhere around there, Old enough that I could go through the record collection myself. I don't know if I actually put the record on. I doubt it. I doubt my dad would have let me do that. But I at least chose the record and kept saying, put this one on. Um, yeah, I'm sure you guys will recognize this. I'll just just play it for you here. So we got uh, Musorgsky's Night on Bald Mountain there, which I know was in Fantasia, but I hadn't seen Fantasia at this point. So it was just, I don't know how I heard it the first time. My dad must have played it, and I liked it and remembered what the record looked like and would say, do this scary one. (laughs) 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 Yeah, powerful, powerful sounds. Very cool. I remember watching Fantasia. My parents, like, we're going to watch Fantasia and being like, yay, a cartoon. And then, like, 
30 minutes in like this is so boring <laughs> I, was not, I was not sophisticated as a four or five year old or whatever <laughs> when does the movie start yeah <laughs> is this it mom that's awesome jordan that's you're cool. up good good music um so mine is uh yeah i i kind of is nice to, you know it just kind of came to me okay this has got to be it and it's a it's a movie soundtrack song from Raiders, raiders of the lost ark and it's that main theme and i should have looked up to make sure the name but i think it's just called raiders theme I think Raiders of the Lost Ark theme. Anyway, that that song paired with the movie. I didn't hear it outside of the movie, but it just was so uh, kind of powerfully moving and exciting to me as a kid watching, you know, Indiana Jones riding his that horse to chase the Nazis down or whatever. So. Yeah, John Williams movie scores around that period, right? Like Star Wars, Superman, Indiana Jones, Jaws, like e. early to mid eighties, E. T. It was just those were a lot of the, the music that was like really powerful to me as a kid because of the time period. Yeah, like weirdly moving. Yeah. I <laughs> agree. I love it, man. It yeah. Took me back to being a kid. All right. Okay, round one is over. Steve wins. I didn't tell you it was a competition, but it's always a competition. All right, round two. Uh, next question is, uh, this one's one of my favorites. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, I think, and I have talked about this a little bit. This one could I could spend a whole podcast on, but this is uh, what I would describe as goosebump songs. I have weird physical reactions to songs. I'll actually get goosebumps during certain moments of songs the hair on my arms will stick up and uh so i uh, i pose the question what's a song that gives you goosebumps or at least some type of of physical reaction uh, in your body to it uh let's swing it across let's go brandon jordan me steve brandon All kick right. us off goosebump song uh this is this is one of the the all times for me um I think we I think this one came up in our 60s music discussion. Um Here we go. Yeah, that one's uh, it's got a great story behind 
behind the the writing of the song, but even not knowing that, just the the song itself, so powerful. So for those that may not know, oh yeah, Sam Cooke, a change is going to come. So incredible. Yeah, that song Ah, speaks for itself. tough Tough to beat. Oh man, Gordon or yeah. Jordan? Gordon, <laughs> Gordon, Gordon, Gordon Shumway, <laughs> Gordon Shumway, Gordon Shumway, uh, Jordan. Al- Jordan's. Uh, I'm so. I wish that was on purpose, hit. but I'm actually more glad that it was yeah. on accident. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> I thought you would do. <laughs> Maybe Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot mixed with Gordon Jump. Gordon um, Shumway was the name of Alf on his planet of Melmac. His actual <laughs> name was Gordon Shumway. <laughs> And so my brother Ben used to call me Gordon Shumway, so it, and then it just became Shumway. That's the deep. That's the deep yeah. cut we were looking oh, for today. Yeah. All right, it. all right, Gordon Shumway. <laughs> it is with a goosebump track. Yeah. Okay. Goosebump. You know, I don't get goosebumps with the songs very much, but I definitely get moved um, and and feel them. So um, this one is a recent goosebump track, and this is uh, a song that. Um, my wife started listening to more in the last couple of years, and then I've been putting it into my playlist more because it's just so good. It's Joni Mitchell, and the song is Both Sides Now, and it's a it's a more recent version of it. Um, oh my gosh! Ooh, this was this was in I'm competition for me too. Right now, is that your is that your pick? That was one, one, of, of, one of them. Yeah. So good. It's a good, it's a good like midlife crisis post like so forty in your forties. Do you know, do you know what album? Don't want to steal it. Which uh, I, I think the one you're after is is on the album called Both Sides Now from 2000. Yeah, yep, that's yep. it. That's it. Okay, so oh, maybe Mitchell, maybe we should play the early version first, just so people hear the difference. Let's sure whatever you, you want. Know, to do I, that. I'll pull that one up and uh, I. Th- you want to start with the first? Tell me if this is the right one. No, no. But that's the first one. Okay, so play that. We'll stick with that. Rose and flows of angel hair and ice cream castles in the air and feather canyons everywhere. Looked at clouds that weep, but now they only block the sun. They rain and snow on everyone. So many things I would have done. It's beautiful, beautiful classic guitar. You got, you got the new one queued up, Brandon. Yeah. Moons and dunes. And Ferris wheels The dizzy dancing way that you feel As every fairy tale comes through I've looked at love that way But now it's just another show and you leave them laughing when you go And if you can, don't let them know Don't give yourself away I've looked at love from both sides now From a give and take and still somehow 
love's illusions that I recall I really don't know love I really don't know love at all Yeah, just beautiful, poignant. So all three of you had that in, uh, in as a contender. That's yeah. incredible. One, wow. one wow. as one as usual. I'm out of step, and, uh, <laughs> and two, I freaking love it. That's, a, that's just amazing. I had no amazing. idea we, that would happen, but that's pretty cool. All well, right, I think the. I'm sorry. I know we're not supposed to talk about anything. No, you are. <laughs> But I think, like, Jordan kind of brought this out maybe in, in your comments or it came up. But, I mean, I think one of the things that makes this song just so beautiful and amazing is is uh, her age. It's, like, combined with the meaning of the song. You know, I've looked at love from both sides now. It's kind of like talking about this perspective that you get from living life and knowing that she sang this song early in her mm-hmm. career. But mm-hmm. now this is, like, a very mature Joni Mitchell yeah, looking back almost, and you just hear it in her voice. It's lower, and the mm-hmm. uh, the range. I love this arranging. The yep. you know the strings and everything in here is just is so nice, you yeah. know. And so she communicates so much with her voice, with the phrasing. It's just it's powerful. Yeah, yeah it's really she beautiful. she comes across as wise beyond her years in the first right all the earliest stuff. I mean, young. she was probably twenty or something when that when that album came out, and then Blue comes out right after that, or right. maybe an album. The next album, but uh, she's she's already got a certain gravitas, but then it's like add yeah. thirty years to yeah. it. Yeah. It's like whoa, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Sure, great pick. All right, Jeez. are you up? Are we? Are you using uh, that as yours? No, okay. no. I think we'll just keep going around. So I'll I'll pick. Uh, see, now I'm, mine's not nearly as cool, but it gives me goosebumps. So I'm answering the question accurately. So you know it. what? Yeah. You guys can all deal with it. Um, it's a classic, and uh, so this one isn't like I don't think it's a real deep track, but it it's one of those for 20 years now having it in my life still to this day. So kind of the the. The fact that it can still move me today, like it did 20 years ago, it tells me that it's it's special. It's unique, at least for me. I'm going with the the Stevie Ray Vaughan version of Little Wing, Jimi Hendrix's Little Wing. It's a an instrumental version, and there's just something about the sound of his guitar in this. So I'm going to play like 10 seconds of the first part. The first two minutes is kind of like an introduction before he just absolutely draws in like more emotion than I've ever heard in a in a guitar piece so here's the uh, the intro So we get a nice build. The uh, that's about two minutes worth, and then at about the two thirty mark, you're gonna get a transition into Stevie Ray Vaughan just absolutely moving me with his guitar.
gets me every time. It's no Joni it. Mitchell, but I don't know that much about Stevie Ray Vaughan. Is he is he just an instrumental guitarist? Or he would sing a little. So he he, did, he had band? a backing band called Double Trouble, and uh, he was this kind of. Vir- virtuoso that, that died too young He was kind of the, the heir apparent of Hendrix He played a Strat And he just c- could get a sound out of it That was unlike anybody else And uh, did the blues circuit like in Texas And put out a couple Like maybe three kind of classic albums They're all just very blues-based albums um, But he there's some pretty famous uh, live performances of him And then uh, died died too young And we never got to to experience what he might have done. He's kind of maybe in the the same realm as like a I don't know like a a Jaco Pastorius or something that was kind of getting ready to to turn the music world upside down with his what he could do, and then we lost him. He was amazing. I was in a band with a guy in college. Uh, it was a blues band at BYU. We won the Battle of Bands a couple years in a row. But anyway, by, by the way, I've been meaning to congratulate you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, anyway, I was just the backup horn guy that just showed up and like, okay, I'll play. But the main guy, Alex, it was Alex and the Blues Hounds. And Alex um, was this amazing guitarist. And Stevie Ray Vaughan was, he, he was like a Stevie Ray Vaughan disciple, you know. And so I hadn't known about him until that. And then, and then but yeah, amazing guitarist. Any kid that's even remotely curious about the guitar, spend some time exploring uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. It'll change your world. Yeah. Cool. Nice. I will do that. <laughs> that's who what's, I was talking what's, to. Uh, what's next up? <laughs> it's Steve. Okay, uh, that your pick almost made me want to pick Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child. Not Ooh. Voodoo Child Slight Return, but Voodoo Child. But I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to draw more inspiration from maybe the Joni Mitchell direction. And, and I'm going to say uh, Aretha Franklin, Oh Me, Oh My. Hmm. Parentheses, I'm a fool for you. Do you guys know this track? I anyway, don't know. it's... I. I, I'm thinking if you could, it looks like, I think the, it's from the album Young, Gifted, and Black and um, is the one you want. And it's about 3.42. I mean, if you could go in about two minutes, maybe let's let's hear there to the end. Because it's just one of these songs that keeps building, building, like, like lots of songs do. But by the time you get to the end, just what the strings are doing, what the voices are doing, what she's doing. Oh, man. All right. I think, am I doing it or are you, Brandon? Yeah. I think this is the right one. I think so.
<laughs> That's a Goosebumps track. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah. You got to check it out from the beginning. It's really it starts with acoustic with piano and just kind of you know builds the layers, layers as you go. And uh, I, I mean, if look too close at the lyrics, there's a little bit of cheese factor in there. And uh, <laughs> she may, makes up for it though. Yeah, maybe some of the strings and whatnot seem again a little dated, but. Oh man, just her voice and the the way she kind of fills in those those gaps and floats over the top. It's pretty good. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, great pick, Brandon. You're up. You got a Goosebumps track for us? Uh, didn't I do mine already? Come on, Sam Cook. Oh yeah, he yeah. started. Oh, yeah, he started. <laughs> I got lost in the. Yeah. I got lost in Jason's the Goosebumps. Just like, man. It's Goosebumps forever. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, the know. winner of that round is clearly uh, Steve. He's two and zero. Oh. No. Oh, come on, Johnny I'm Mitchell. Just messing uh, with you. I don't know. It's, All, right. All right, question number no three. Um, we're going to go with, let's start with Jordan for this one. This is a song. <laughs> I love this. I don't know why I like to ask people this, but it, it uh, makes me smile thinking about it. Um, what's a song that makes you feel like tougher or like you could, like you could do anything? Kind of like your pump-up song. So this when as soon as i heard that i was like i don't feel like i listen to music to feel that way that much anymore at all but definitely during high school that's what got me into hip-hop totally because it was at first it was beastie boys and other stuff anyway um so i was gonna go with one and then i've I've come back to know i gotta go with what it really was beastie boys pass the mic uh, this song, I mean, there's a lot of Beastie Boys song you could do. We could go with Root Down, the remix, but we're going past the mic, Beastie Boys. Let's start it off, and then I'm going to have you fast forward to the mic D, the M I K E to the D. You come and see me, and you pay your fee. <laughs> do what I do professionally. Right? He seems tougher so, just saying it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mess yeah, with you. I taught I'm, it to I'm my gonna, companions on my mission. I'm when scared. we were feeling down, we would, we would rap together the Beastie Boys. I still remember me and Jeff Presser, Elder Presser, going through the McDonald's drive-thru in Del Rio on a down day and getting their triple cheeseburgers that were 99 cents at the time and going back and forth. I was teaching in the Beastie Boys. Oh, that'll so pick you up. All right, good. you ready yeah, for this? Let's hear it. Are you good? You want more? That's good. That's good. <laughs> it's such a good song. They've got so many good good tunes. But yeah, it's it's. You look like you could do anything a, right now. Right, you're yeah. like a, a you know a 15, 16 year old kid that doesn't have a lot of confidence and, walking through the halls at Provo High School. But you go and listen to this, and you're like, okay. For the record, this. he's smiling like he's beaming right now. It worked. It worked. It's transformative. All right, I'm going to stick with the the theme. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, a hip hop. 
track. Maybe that's that's what hip hop oh, does I got for you. us. I got you on this one, Jason. Oh, great. I know. <laughs> I read your mind. I know which one it is. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and play He's it. He's got it. Okay. <laughs> it's been one week since you looked at me. Got your head in the side and I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. You're saying, get back together, come back and see me. Three days in the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you. Yesterday, you'd forgiven me. But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry. When Jason needs to get pumped up, he goes to his favorite hip hop band. All right, Steve, you're up. Nailed it. What what is there to say? Yes, man. Brandon's EP privilege. He gets to punk one person each time, and it has to count for their thing. And he just he just gets Jason every time. I guess it's perfect. Oh man. Oh, All right. Uh, well, give, so give us a real one, Jason. All right. I'm going to go with an Oakland based hip hop crew called the Hieroglyphics. They've been around for probably about three decades, maybe a little bit longer. They're kind of a amalgamation of different groups that came together Souls of Mischief, and then a couple solo artists, including Delta Funky Homo Sapien. And they have a track that still pumps me up called. Soweto. It was part of a uh, compilation. Yeah, there it is. Here you go. Here's Soweto by the Hieroglyphics. And you'll hear the best use of the term medulla stem in a rap song ever in this. So callous Maybe y'all go to Angola Or the Gold Coast And blow smoke With the old folks Cause they know most Capture the cultured pearls Jewels and gems It's a treasure hunt To simulate your medulla stem the <laughs> There you go Steve you're up <laughs> I gotta stick with the hip hop theme Friends uh, This is the first track I thought of When I read this question And this one If we can find A uh, <laughs> An edited version, or I can I can commit to edit a version which I will send to Brandon because it will require some editing, a let's lot of editing. Let's hear it. But and I got to give a shout out to uh, my friend Jason sitting over here and my friend Jeff Stone in Chicago, big fan of of RTJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not I'm I'm new to RTJ, but but as I was digging deeper with their their latest album and then going back. I just cannot get enough of the first track off RTJ2, Jeopardy. And it starts off with Killer Mike just just shouting stuff to LP, uh, which also includes some, <laughs> some choice words, to just get it going. And then the way this track builds and builds, it's just like, oh, man. You're it, in luck. I got a radio edit here. Oh, my heck. Allegedly. Hope, we'll find out. I hope I won't. Like it less, but we'll see. <laughs> well, that'll be telling. I that'll, probably will, but we're, 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 we'll need to deconstruct okay. that if no. that's the case. <laughs> I'm gonna bang this 
You better, you might want to record the other way. You finna look at history being made. This motherfucker gonna put a mirror on the damn screen. Let's go, LP. Huh? Chill. So we gonna do Nick, 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 Nick. Up at midnight, I'm dipping off in my knees like a gun on a metal piece. I've been this life is to my wrist. Like, I'm lurking, serving up to lack of purpose. I got them filled up with frizzack like miss. I get you all recite. I'm looking, lurking, I'm twerking for service. The bag is a burger. I'm yelling, screaming, and cursing. I'm putting pistols and faces at random places like give it up a stand adjacent to Satan. Huh. Batman chilling, the villains is here No Jesus is here, I hear the demons in my ear And I want it, I need to see it, I take it Never faking rap uh, Leave you naked, the true runners Top tag team for two summers Live and let live Cuz, cause that's a fool's honor I'm walking coating on two llamas You and ass and trash and trash Get up too honest Boys, I ever hope I said it politely And that's about the psyche of Jamie and Mikey You need another pair better, highly unlikely And if I can't rap it, maggot, then fight me I'll be up for the thrill of the kill, yes it excites me You know your favorite rap ain't And me, I might be the closest representation of God I love it <laughs> You know what I just realized? I want I want Killer Mike to be my hype man. Like when I I have to go to a meeting I don't want to go to, and I want Killer Mike next to me, just be like, Jason, you got this. Jason, you got this. Let's go. Blow this stuff out. And Get out I'll, there. I'll look up and I'll be like, You're right. I do have this. Let's go. While, while that was playing, I was seeing visions of the four of us cruising around town late at night, going on a late night taco run in uh, Steve's Volvo. <laughs> Got a, <laughs> isn't that what you got? Yeah, I yeah. do have one. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got the subwoofers in the back. <laughs> but Windows it's on hydraulics. Yeah, yeah, Volvo's on hydraulics. <laughs> Windows Lowered. down. Lowered. Provo Center Street. Oh, boy, yeah. Doesn't all, it? All in slow motion. Doesn't it? Right. Make it happen. Video slot Doesn't it shot in slow-mo. Make it, it just make you feel like you could, oh, don't, don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. We can reenact that scene in uh, Office Space where they're they're smashing the printer that they're so mad at <laughs> instead of the ghetto boys playing it's going to be run the jewels yeah okay all right brandon okay better um, be hip-hop well no it's uh it's no. close <laughs> it's close here we go this is uh this is my pump up song Don't hurt your back, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was like six inches vertical there, man. Wow.
visceral. I saw it. Brandon, you guys getting with it. Brandon, Brandon jumped out of his headset. Brandon's moshing around in his garage. Yeah, that's, that's the song to open up the pit to. Uh, uh, do you want to tell people what it was, what they just heard? That was, that's Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine from their second album, Evil Empire. Um, I don't know how much they would appreciate it being uh, somebody's pump-up song with how, uh, you know, um, blatantly political they are. But I guess that's kind of the point of the, It would depend on what you were using it to pump you up yeah. to do. I mean, i do it to lift weights and to uh, try to get legislation passed. Like uh, I was going to say, maybe it's pumping you up to get laws passed, yeah. bills passed, or do advocacy to balance, work. Balance the budget. <laughs> what, what was that guy's name, the Wisconsin? <laughs> the, I, yeah, I don't know. I know how, that. Uh, Paul Speaker Ryan? of the House, Paul Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Paul Ryan, <laughs> when he said that Rage was his favorite band. <laughs> eh, Paul, have you listened to them? <laughs> Um, yeah, this came out in 96, and that was, I was 19, turned 19 that year, um, and that's uh, traditionally when us young Mormon men go on a, a two-year mission where we go go throughout the world and preach the gospel of, of Jesus Christ, and I had, uh, this song was constantly on the radio before I left. Well, while you're on the mission, you're not. It's against the rules to listen to rock music. It's like Mormon Tabernacle Choir only. Sometimes maybe maybe classical, depending on the president. Um, but somehow I had this song stuck in my head for two years while I was in Japan, and <laughs> especially any time I was on my mountain bike riding fast downhill, just in my head. Missionaries fueled by rage. I love it. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> you need so. some of that the energy, right? I had the Beastie Boys going for me. Like, I need some, uh, something so to get me up. And yeah, for me, it was rage and it was Simpsons quotes. Just <laughs> nonstop. <Yeah. laughs> so good. All right, we're going to go on to our next question. This one's another uh, favorite of mine. Um, so here's the scenario. You have the ability to make one song play like as your as your intro intro music like your own theme song you walk into space you walk into church brandon you walk into the library you walk into class steve and this theme song is just going to be queued up and play to to be the ultimate introduction to give effect for uh for you for you walking in um I so, like how you mentioned going into church. I wonder how, <laughs> how applicable these theme songs will be to that situation. <laughs> I think really good. I think really, really good. <laughs> so we're going to start with Steve, and then we'll just go this way. Steve, I, give us your... I want to say, first off, th- this was the question that was har- the hardest for me. Really? Yeah. Because you have too many choices? Um, well, it's because the, this is the one that... Um, seems to be the most wishful thinking yeah <laughs> potentially hey i like it you know <laughs> like every every theme song that i thought of and because there's so many different situations that it could be you know right uh et's uh, e. got the theme song but there's lots of other songs to that soundtrack <laughs> depending on the scene you know sure. is turn on your heart light the theme or is it the john williams thing or um and so it made me think of that that meme that i'm sure you've all heard of it's usually like a, a certain job like i i have the one for tech support pulled up here and it's like 
what my friends think I do, oh, what right. my mom thinks I do, <laughs> what society thinks I do, and then a different picture for each one. Right. So I kind of thought that this, this question could tie into that meme, yeah. like, what what I think my theme song is, <laughs> what my students think yeah. my theme song don't is. Let, don't let your students <laughs> what, what my kids think it is. Now, when you just described it, Jason, I was like, oh, I didn't do it that way. That sounds like a cool, like tough song. But I chose a song that's like, yeah, this is kind of like me. Even better. Yeah. Even better. I know. It's, a, it's that like pick the animal that best describes Absolutely. you. That's the way you did. It. I feel like Brandon should go first because he just gave us that big buildup. You know? So come on, Brandon. What, us, what was your us. choice? Don't tell us. Uh, just just play it. Okay. Well, we we got a few options. Uh-oh. I mean, so <laughs> which, which one do you want first? Give us the, what we want to hear. The best Give us what one. We want to hear. <laughs> the one that I what we think of you. The one that I wish it was. The one that it probably actually is. <laughs> Yes, that's what I want. I want what you wish it is, and then I want what it actually is. Let's do what it... Okay. In that order? Yes. Okay. Uh, what, I, what I wish it was. This helmet? Mastodon. Mastodon. Oh man, that would be awesome! If, I love the thought if of, that was of my church theme song. leaders like sitting there right. on the edge of their seat, seat, being like, "Should we get started, or is Brandon here? Got here yet?" Yeah, no, I, I think he's gonna be here. Give him just a minute, and then like they'll hear a slow build. Like, oh, Brandon's here. <laughs> the slow motion. Right, is what is it? What? I, I just want to hear that music turn down. And them say, "Okay, can everybody please turn to Matthew chapter 13? What, what is it actually, Brandon? <laughs> um, well, and then here's the one that I'm afraid that maybe it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd rather listen to this any day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, this one feels more applicable lately. Uh, with the, you know, <laughs> just feeling like I'm walking into wherever, just kind of slumped over, backs hurting. So- Give us, the name, give us the names of what only, those were. Only slept for three di- three hours. Uh, oh, first one was Blood and Thunder by Mastodon. This this one is uh, the Beach Boys. I just wasn't made for these times. Um, but if if we're being honest, uh, it's probably a, a mixture of the two. So here here we go. My my actual theme song. <laughs> is this Van Halen? Who is yeah. this? Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, Mannheim. 
<laughs> Van like, Vanheim steamroller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Van Halen steamroller. like morse code he's tapping on morse code what does it say there's a member of the band saying sos sos get me out of this band <laughs> get me out of this song when does it end that's good that's good <laughs> sos they keep them chained up they just bring them out for shows we, and then it <laughs> it's been a cry for help for 40 years nobody figured it out till today they're gonna chain me up again tonight when we get back to the hotel <laughs> i just decoded it oh man Wow, I, I guess we can. That do needs to be a fake documentary about Mannheim Steamroller and like the member of their band that was locked up every night and was like kidnapped He's and sending held messages through his music. He's like the Zodiac um, of uh, of band members. Sounds like a documentary now episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh about that. Save me, please. We could do a whole, so, a whole episode on Brandon's theme song. That's you know? pretty good, man. There we go. I think it's the the right mixture of <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> And, oh, oh gosh. and maybe <laughs> awesome to the right people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I love it. I think we, we we need to have Jordan go last on this one. So I think we're going to go reverse what? order. Steve, you're next. Okay, okay. Uh, let's go. Hot chocolate, you sexy thing. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, not sure how that would work in church or. I think it would work, work wonderful. I'm ready to. I'm have ready to join gotta your have congregation. Got to have the swagger. All right. There we go. This morning we were kind of strutting around, and <laughs> so here's Jack. What I, Jack was if this vomiting is the case, <laughs> in his mouth. This needs to for this to work. I think it needs to start before they see you. So like people need a visual cue, like oh sh- Steve's here, and then they're just looking, and then you got to have a strut, an absolute strut that accompanies it. Yeah, oh, this ma- is it makes you. The, yeah, you just shoes. kind of want to develop a, during the, a strut. the the intro of it. The camera's following you from behind. We just see the shoes. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> pans yeah, up. 
hands up. <laughs> it's really yep. good. Love it. All right, great choice. Mine. Uh, let's see, kind of a deep. A oh deep... yeah, I, I got you. I know what it is. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Two. Two I in know an what episode. It is. Two in a show. <laughs> Return of the Mac. Yeah? Is it? No, this is Ace of Base. I saw the sign. I just got Ace of Base. No, I just got. I can't believe I just. uh, (laughs) I I dissed on Mark Morrison. I love love that song, but. uh, (laughs) Get out of here. This is what Jason Drive is in town, too. This is a return of the Mac. Jason's coming. (laughs) Here comes JJ. (laughs) Oh, boy. Here, here I am. I'm, I'm arrived, guys. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> guys, I'm here. Oh, J- Jason, can you turn your theme music down? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and yet it's still a better song than my actual theme song. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. All right, I picked a deep track with kind of a legendary... Uh, intro drum i guess it it's not really a drum break because it's at the beginning but it's just this monster uh for lack of a better term drum break that feels kind of universal like i feel like i could get away with this maybe at a perhaps at a funeral but also at a wedding i don't know you guys decide <laughs> maybe it's inappropriate but uh it just it's uh it just seems i don't know i love it i love it here it goes this is a an artist named odetta with her song classic song hit or miss I gotta be me. Here we go. <laughs> nice. I'm walking nice. in. I'm walking into nice. Odetta's Strutton. classic drum break. Strutton. I love it. Jordan. Well, I didn't choose a Strutton song, so it's gonna. So this is mine's like the the indie song that comes in in the middle, not so much in the the strutting scene. But uh, but yeah. So when, when you're just deep in your thoughts, and then they show your face, and then yeah, the song comes like in. Or that. Or but something. I I thought you you mentioned Return of the Mac. I was like, that would be my humorous one. That would be like my ironic. Oh, one. I love that one. That's such a good song. Yeah. So mine is Daniel Johnston, and I might have played this in one of our episodes. I don't know. Did did we do, did I play a Daniel Johnston tune in one of our episodes? Um, maybe, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's. I think it's called True Love. Is that the name? Can you look it up? True Love. I mean, it's f- your song. True but... Love will find you in the end. <laughs> Might be listed under that. Found it. You found it. Okay. So we got the lo-fi weird, weirdo. Here we go. Jordan walking in. True Love will find you in the end. You'll find out just who was your friend 
Don't be sad, I know you will. Anyway, Daniel Johnston, schizophrenic guy, kind of alt indie guy from the '80s, would re- record stuff on his on cassettes. And there's a great movie that came out called The Devil and Daniel Johnston, who came to Sundance in like 2004 or five. But uh, he's got some great tunes, lo-fi, kind of kind of outsider art, but also influenced Nirvana and a lot of other bands that came after. But yeah. Anyway, great pick. I, I could see that playing along um, also to a montage of your drawings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. It's a lot of like lo-fi stuff. So sensibilities. There's like a sadness in the song, but there's also a hope of, of love kind of conquering we, all. We need to put some of your drawings on our website. Well, yeah. Next round. Oh, we're going to go in a fully different direction. Yeah, I'm willing to do this. All right. The question is... What's a song you've cried during? You don't have to give any context. You don't have to say anything you don't want to say. But uh, it's a song that had that, had that effect on you, if, you, if, if there has been a song. Uh, let's start with... Uh, we'll go Steve. We'll go this way. Okay. Start with Steve and go clockwise. All right. The song I'm going to pick is I Want You by Holly Cole covering a Tom Waits song. It's uh, it's on an album of hers called Temptation, where she's, yeah. All right, you ready for it? Lay it on us. So I'm going to make an executive decision on this round. I don't want anybody to give any context. I think the songs are better without context. I won't say a word. Unless you feel strongly otherwise. I think we let the songs speak for themselves. And we can let uh, all the listeners, including ourselves in the room, guess, take a, what it, whatever response they want from it. Brandon. Okay. Uh, first, question for you. Did I, I know I talked about My Brightest Diamond on one of the lists before. Yes. Did mm-hmm. I play I Have Never Loved Someone? Was, did, I don't think it you, was that one, but I'm not positive. Did, I think you played a live version of a song by them. Seems like it. But I don't remember what song. I don't remember what song either. Her, let's hear, I should Let's say. hear the one you want. Yeah. You want to play. Right. Even if you already played it, we don't remember it. So Okay. I Have, le- I have Never Loved Someone by My Brightest Diamond. 
Say anything about it. <laughs> Good. Jordan, you're up. Okay. My pick is a song called The Breeze slash My Baby Cries by Bill Callahan. It's a cover by a woman named Kath Bloom, who I think was a folk artist of the 70s. Bill Callahan's version was from a f- about maybe five or six years ago. The Breeze, My Baby Cries. I'm up. All right, I might surprise you with this one. This is 
This is a cover of a John Denver song. So not by John Denver. This is by Peter, Paul, and Mary. And it's a song called For Baby, For Bobby. Originally by a John Denver, this is the Peter, Paul, and Mary version. I walk in the rain by your side I'll cling to the warmth of your tiny hand I'll do anything to help you understand I'll love you more than anybody can And the wind will whisper your name to me Little birds will sing along in time The leaves will bow down when you walk by And morning bells will chime I'll be there when you're feeling down To kiss away the tears if you cry I'll share with you all the happiness I found A reflection of the love in your eyes And I'll sing you the songs of the rainbow Take a deep breath now. Oh, wow. I've never heard any of those songs that you guys shared. Really? All good ones. Add them to your list. Three of them were covers. That's interesting. That is interesting. You know? Maybe that's where the extra musical thing comes in. I mean, all right, does for me. But enough said. Not supposed to no, say no, no. anything. You can, you can speak generally. I just didn't want anybody yeah. to to, yep. uh, to, yep. to overly yep. speak on their three of them were covers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All, all three of you. Yeah. What yeah. do you think that means? Oh, who wrote yours? Kath Bloom. Her version is good too. It's weird, but it's good. <laughs> that's a that is a weird a weird. Uh, what would the word be? Irony. Um, I don't know. Coincidence, or maybe there's something to be said for um, the emotion that kind of gets channeled into finding a song that means something to you and then trying to make yeah. it your own. I don't covers, know. Covers kind of have double nostalgia sometimes. It's like the person singing it, it means so much to them, and then they're like putting that out. Yeah. Well, and it was like thinking about that, the, the question, a lot of. The first songs that came to mind were because they were from movies, or that they were in, you know, in a scene of a movie. And I think it's easier to to cry during that because it's there's more emotions tied into it. But yeah. n- none of us picked a, a movie song, huh. so I think it it shows to the the power of the song itself. If just just the song itself can produce that, yeah, Interesting. yeah. Oh, great round. Uh, Steve won that one too. <laughs> Steve. Uh, all right. So I'm <laughs> looking. Cycle. I'm looking at the questions, and I think for the sake of flow, in my brain, it makes sense to skip the next two questions. Is anybody opposed to that? Go for it, okay. Bob. Done and done. A little bit, but okay. Give well, us, give us a quick come back to him. Do you want to? We'll come back to him. Are we skipping? We can come back maybe as our our bonus um, after after episode. Uh, 
and peace. All right, okay. we'll come back to those. So for the sake of flow, we're going to jump into the next one I want to do. Joy? Yeah, a song that makes you feel pure joy. Let's start with Brandon, and we'll just go uh, clockwise. Okay, song, uh, pure joy. Well, let's, uh, let's go with this one then. Um, I'm going to go Wouldn't It Be Nice from the Beach Boys. I like it. Jordan, you're up. Give us some pure joy. Pure joy. So, uh, By the way, Happy by Pharrell is off the table. You can't what? pick Come that. on. I'm sorry. That, I should have said it before. Fine, I'll go Bruno Mars then. <laughs> no. And any song by Joy Division is not, <laughs> is not, not allowed either. Okay, I'm going to take you guys back to 1995, <laughs> 96. Not the song was then, but myself... Adam Murray, our across-the-street neighbor, best friend from high school. Uh, and we had a lot of joyful moments listening to tunes in his, his Jeep Cherokee. This is when we had fully embraced 70s cheese, listening to the Commodores, high on sunshine, singing along out loud. <laughs> Give us some sweet high on sunshine by the Commodores. All right. I was going through different songs for this, and this was like my fourth choice, but I listened to each one, and as soon as I heard it, I was like, this is it for sure. Great song, great joy. Awesome. Commodores have some real <laughs> easy like Sunday morning was another one on there for me. Yeah. That's, just, uh, yeah. that's an all timer for me. Yeah. yeah. All right, for my pick, I wanted so bad to pick like a deep track, something super cool, and I tried 
to like force different songs into this answer and I kept coming back to this one and whenever I would listen to this one this one just like makes makes me smile the, somehow this is pure joy this in my mind was the the only answer I could pick so it's not a deep cut it's a classic track by a classic artist but I think he channels joy actually in a lot of his music we've talked a lot about him on here before in fact I think he was a pick for maybe Brandon for winning a decade once before Stevie Wonder track I was made to love mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. pure pure joy never been anybody yeah. like him he is so good mm. yep really good steve i don't know guys <laughs> steve looks no. bummed out he needs some joy i know no, I, joy? Need joy. I need joy i uh i have joy i felt I, I did feel like there's there was a certain amount of overlap with lots of these songs like for example some of the songs there's probably been more than one song that i've cried during but those and those were ones usually that came from joy uh so here's what you not do from too much swearing but uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> they check multiple boxes it's a twofer or it's a threefer a twofer. It's, it's better a no uh one of the picks i was gonna make is uh for once in my life uh, Stevie Wonder. What's uh, and I'm going to pick a different one to to have you play because of the the Stevie representation already here. But yeah, there's so many of his songs that you just oh you just hear and immediately start your foot tapping. Another one uh, I won't pick. Pulling <laughs> a Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, naive melody, Talking, talking heads. heads. I love, I love that. But I think that was on one of your the I decades. Pick, it's my all time favorite Talking Heads songs. I think I picked it for the eighties. Yeah. So I don't. I don't want to beat that. I'm going to pick a weird one, which is a little bit of a melancholy song, but it's it's a kind of a one hit wonder from the eighties. It's and it's. I don't know why I'm putting it in the joy, except that it's just one of those songs from that era that I love every time I hear it. I th- I think it's a great song. And it's got a sing-songy quality, even though there's some melancholy in the song itself. It's called Mary's Prayer by the band. The band name is Danny Wilson. I don't think there's anyone named Danny Wilson in the band. So that's the band's name. All right, Mary's Prayer, Danny Wilson. I got it. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. Everything is free I used to be so careless As if I couldn't care less 
I don't know anything about them. Their voices in the chorus almost had a little Steely Dan um, tone to the the harmony. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a, I think all those things you mentioned are in there. A little bit of the blue eyed soul, a little bit of the eighties nostalgic n- nostalgia influence, new wave stuff, maybe. But I don't know. It, it made its rotation on MTV and in some of the. 80 stations and everything back in the day, but it was, it's kind of one of those obscure tracks, but I love it. I love it. Nice. Um, okay, here's what I'm thinking. Oh boy. All right, so this is now a question of a song <laughs> that you have, has either scared you or made you feel made uncomfortable. You uncomfortable. We'll, just sti- we'll just stick with that one. We'll keep it simple. Okay. That's the one we're responding to, a song that has scared you or made you feel uncomfortable. Right. And I'm interpreting it for the purposes of this in this way, in a certain way. And so I'm going to pick a song by, uh, I played one song for you guys by him before, Mount Erie. This guy, Phil Elvram from, from uh, Washington State. I hope he has at least uh, two other band names. <laughs> Microphones. Uh-huh. That's it. Oh. He's got one Microphones more. And, and, I mean, his own, for his own name. Okay. Well, I think technically three, three I total. Okay. Yeah. Check and check. You That's could good. probably yeah. So uh so he did an album after his wife passed from cancer in two thousand fifteen that was really uh intensely vulnerable. So it works for that, but it's also uncomfortable. Um and so I'm gonna choose from that track. The album's called A Crow Looked at Me. I'm going to choose the song called Seaweed. Our daughter is one and a half. You have been dead eleven days. I got on the boat and came to the place where the three of us were going to build our house. You had lived You died though So I came here alone Without a baby In the dust of your bones I can't remember significant these hundreds on the beach or were they just hungry for mid-migration seaweed what 
What about foxgloves? Is that a flower you liked? Okay. It isn't comfortable. That's tough to sit with. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, the whole album like that, I'm guessing? Yeah. The first song could have fit maybe even better, but... That, that almost made me want to pick a song from go a different direction than what I had, um, but I'm not going to. Uh, I may mention it after if nobody else does. But there, there's there have been some interesting albums I think in the last, um, well, I mean throughout the last decades. But there's been some interesting I think like kind of indie singer songwriters that have really really <laughs> explored some some tough themes uh, over, over the last decade and. Uh, can really put you in a place of discomfort. I'm going to take a little bit more on the... Yeah, it's uncomfortable and it's kind of scary. This is a super weird group. I think I mentioned them on here before. They've been around, I think, since the 70s. Um, it's a band called The Residents. And they're kind of a, kind of an art rock outfit. And part of their deal is you don't know their identity they wear a a giant mask that looks like an eyeball and there's like a lot of assumption as to who they are they're very very um very very focused on like aesthetic and they make really strange music a lot of their music doesn't even feel like music and they explore a lot of i think emotion and discomfort and discord in their music and they've been they've got probably 30 albums um i was turned on to them primus covered a, a resident song at one point that's kind of how i heard of them but this is a song called blue rosebuds and it's just weird just like they are and it just makes me feel kind of weird <laughs> kind of uncomfortable here you go blue rosebuds by the residents Sit with that for a minute. Ooh. Go explore the residents. <laughs> yeah. It is a weird, weird group, and they do some really strange experimental stuff. Cool. Steve, you're up. Nice. I kind of went with uh, this question that said, um, scared you or made you feel uncomfortable. So past tense, sure. you know, it kind of made me think back to my youth and some of the, the th- songs, hearing certain songs for the first time. And so a song that jumped into my mind that I pretty sure i first experienced it in some sort of strange experimental short film that was screened on uh, public television k-a-e-t channel eight of coming out of asu and out in my youth i don't even remember the film or whatever but the song is warm leatherette by the normals and the normals is just the 
you know, band name for a single. I like the band name. Single like guy. The Warm name. leather at by the yeah. normals. Okay, here you go. I like the name and the title of the song, too. Weird. You want a little bit more? Just a little, just a little more. A <laughs> little, little bit more. Hear the crushing steel. Feel the steering wheel. Hear the crushing steel. Feel the steering wheel. Warm. Leatherette. Warm. Leatherette. Warm. Leatherette. Warm. Leatherette. A little bit more, a little bit more. Hold on. Warm. Leatherette. <laughs> Come on. Warm. You got you got to get a little bit longer. Hold on. It gets more uncomfortable the longer it goes. <laughs> Watching me gets even more uncomfortable. your burning flesh you can see your reflection in the luminescent dash warm leatherette warm <laughs> two more minutes two more minutes <laughs> 30 seconds 30 seconds 15 leatherette uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell if your response was pure joy or discomfort. <laughs> yeah, that, was pure, that was a joy song. It, it was a joy. It has turned into to joy. The plowshares. So, so when whatever, was this that the, you experienced this? Well, this would have been in my youth, and there's a real strangeness to the song. And I think one of the lines in the song later on, he says, "Let's make love" or something like that. And it's it's so it it had a real in the context of this weird independent film which uh, it, i don't remember that it had explicit content because it was just on public television but it had some kind of sexual overtones and other things and so if you're a young teenager and you're you know and and you know anyway it just it just had a very strange strangeness and that i that i think was uh that made me uncomfortable a couple quick things first of all huge shout out to W A E T K A K E T, and then Channel number two. Yep, do you remember right. that Saturday Absolutely. Night Live skit you, called K-E-T. Sprockets, where Mike Myers <laughs> yeah, played yeah, Dieter? Yeah. Dieter? Doesn't that seem like a song yeah, that, uh, yeah. that Dieter would have touch my monkey, touch him, love, <laughs> love him, touch him? <laughs> Dieter would have loved that song. Yeah, I know he would have. Well, it's like the theme song <laughs> for Dieter. Dieter. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon, you're up. Make us uncomfortable. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, as you could probably tell from my, my first pick, the uh, Night on Bald Mountain, my early I was drawn to things that were somewhat frightening, scary music. Um, not, a, not exclusively. Oh, gosh. I should have played... We we got we got too serious too soon on the song that made us cry. I had a good s- story about that too. <laughs> the first the first song that I remember making me cry was uh, <laughs> what's it called? <laughs> Would will you still love me by Chicago? <laughs> nice. That was the first one. I mean, there might have been some before that. But how, I, how old were you? Uh, well. This was on Chicago 18. I think it came out in 88, 89, something like that. So I bought the record. And I remember remember listening to it by myself on the couch in the living room and crying during it. Partly because Peter Cetera wasn't in Chicago anymore, and I was sad about that. And also partly uh, the song was just reaching me. As a, as a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching to your depths. Oh, depths so, of your soul. So those are like uh, bo- the, the two sides of my, my early music love was uh, <laughs> Night on Bald Mountain and Chicago. Um, but yeah, uh, was, was kind of drawn to the scary stuff. And, you know, teenage years eventually got into um, Tool and some of those kind of things that it scared me the the first and every time I heard it. Um, and there a lot of stuff that comes to mind is things that that are like, you know, purposely scary in a uh kids music these days kinda kinda way. You know, just trying to be trying to be shocking and kids that love it love it because it's shocking and adults shake their heads at it. There's a billion examples of that kind of thing. Um but I went instead. This is probably closer to to Jordan's pick. Pedro the Lion makes me uh, very uncomfortable. Um, what's what's the term? Effectively, he's very effective at mm-hmm. at making people uncomfortable. Uh, more in a like morality tale kind of way. Um, he it's like a Ingmar Bergman movie or or a uh, Graham Greene novel, or that kind of thing. Like, uh, people making bad decisions in their lives, and the consequences, and that kind of thing. So, he's got... He likes to tell stories in his songs. And here's here's one example of that. So, this is from Pedro the Lion's most recent album. came out last year, two years ago. Uh, the song's called Quietest Friend. I'll skip to the second verse.
there you check go. that one out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of his songs that it's like you know, he's telling some story about a, a experience of you know, you can't tell if it's personal experience like uh, you know, based on actual events kind of thing or if it's a fictional character he's telling about, but you hear it and like crap have I have I done that I know I've I've done that <laughs> say I was reliving yeah. adolescent awkwardness <laughs> yeah. during that song yeah. I'll have to reach I haven't checked that album out but I, I like, like his other stuff okay mm-hmm. All right. do you want to do the next question or should we just jump to the last one does anyone have a strong desire to share their answer to the next question we still didn't do the creative one we're going to add that we're, that's going to be part of the encore pal oh okay I mean, 10 and 11 seem similar. Right. I kind of feel the same so way. So maybe just lump them together. Okay. I don't know. Okay. All right. So unless somebody has a very strong desire to do both. Just say hopeful and or All right. healing. Gotcha. Okay. So here's how we're going to wrap it up. This will be our final, uh, our final response for kind of this, this portion of the, uh, of the episode. And the question is this. What's a song that either makes you feel hopeful, gives you hope, or... What is a song that you would play to help heal the world after a rough 2020, which it has been? So we're going to heal the world through music because we believe in the power of music. And uh, we're going to provide a little hope. And we're going to throw, our, uh, throw our, best, our best song out there to, uh, to, to help you all out. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you're all getting by making it through this rough 2020. Um, anybody want to go first or you want me to go first i'll do it go for it um it always seems to come back to this guy for me uh i'm going with a bob dylan track and this is a track i kind of came to later this was one he recorded in the 60s but didn't release until the 80s um it's called Lay Down Your Weary Tune. The Birds actually recorded this, I think, in the 60s. But I like the Dylan version better. And it feels to me almost like a, it's almost like a prayer of thanks after going through a, a difficult time. Um, Dylan's really good at describing complexity and and kind of the sometimes the uglier, darker side of humanity um, but he's he's I think equally adept at uh, doing hope as well. He doesn't do it as often, but when he does it, he does it really good. This is just a strip down him and his guitar, and I think his lyrics kind of speak for themselves. Um, kind of like this is almost like a permission to just let go of of whatever burden you you have been carrying, and you're going to do it. He 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 sings it in reference to to music so it's called lay down your weary tune here's bob dylan lay down this song you strum and rest yourself neath the strength of strings no voice can hope to hum Struck by the sounds before the sun I knew the night had gone The morning 
Nobody does it like Dylan. I know we've got a mixed history on Dylan. So there's, a, I still need to convert Brandon, but um, I think Billy Bragg covered that song too. You can totally hear Billy Bragg doing that. Uh, just that's a, a goosebump track for me too, uh, I, and I think it really is. It's the lyrics, but somehow when Dylan performs a song, he he channels emotion. I feel like into his performance so well. Steve, mm-hmm. you want to go next? Yeah, you bet. Um. The one that came to my mind first in this category was uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water, Simon mm. and Garfunkel. Yeah. It's mm. a really, really comforting and but an uplifting message. And also kind of a call, in a way, a call to action or just to say, you know, I'm going to be the one that's going to help you, you know. It's kind of inspiring in that way, too. Do you have a version of that you want to do? You know, I uh, probably just the stu. I, I like the studio. You know, the album version. Um, I, I know it probably shows up. You all pulling over it up, place. or you want me to? Oh, um, I've got it here. If you want it, yeah, go for it.
You're not going to stop that one before it's over. Yeah, I'm not going to be the bad guy to hit. <laughs> no way. Stop that. No way. Well, that, he, stopped that's warm, one of those. he stopped warm leatherette, so I mean, <laughs> I didn't know. I wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it past him, but. Uh, Barely stopped warm leatherette. Yeah. I think we, I think we heard Steve. seven minutes of Steve's like, wait, 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 four more minutes, four more minutes. <laughs> the, drum, the drum machine's going to change slightly here in the next three minutes. <laughs> Okay, hey, sorry, sorry. I, I feel healed a little bit. Wow, oh, thank you, yeah. thank you. That's one of those songs that feels like a, a miracle that it exists. Like, it's just so perfect as, as it is. The, yeah. the lyrics, the voices, instrumentation. It's like, how could somebody create this? Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. very good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going along the same lines as you you guys. This is the the first one that came to mind to me seemed like the obvious choice i figured both you were gonna pick it too but both your picks are legitimate in their own way (laughs) (laughs) in their own way Um, slightly inferior but i remember um a few months ago i was listening to this album while while doing the dishes uh had headphones on and it was it was really getting to me as as it always does when i listen to it straight through and I texted you guys on our our group text and said, "I've I've just ah, decided. Yep, yep. This is the best album of all time. Mm. It, mm-hmm. it used to be for years and years. I would have said the Beatles' Abbey Road was the the best album. Yeah, uh, always inspiring to me the creativity they achieved with that. Um, but the more I listen to What's Going On by Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. the the whole album feel feels like a prayer. Yeah." And it's just coming from straight from his soul, and the conception of it is spot on, perfect. Um, uh, so this, yeah, 1971, kind of inspired by his brother coming home from Vietnam, I believe, and having uh, having problems dealing with life, and after after that, and Marvin wanted to write something that addressed that situation, among others. So, title track to What's Going On by Marvin Gaye.
Addressing some uh, some real world difficult things, but overall still with that optimism and hope and um, love. So yeah, the, this album kept coming to me the, this year, and so this seventy one wasn't Bridge Over Trouble Water Water seventy. Uh, seventy sixty nine somewhere around there. When was your Dylan? I think he wrote it in like sixty seven. I want to say. So all, all late sixties near, near each other, seventies, yeah, Vietnam, and nineteen seventy. Looks like well, yeah. it seems like this year Bridge has been compared water. a lot to, especially nineteen sixty eight, yeah, riots and stuff. Whole time I, I keep thinking, where's our where's our Marvin Gaye? Yeah, like we need an album like that. Who's come out of right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where's our Bridge of Tri- over Treble Water? Right, such a good album. That the the track from there, God is Love, is is. Is that's I mean the whole mm-hmm. album's got the it's healing and this question of what's the healing song it's got to be I think address the pain or the the trauma whatever that is and this does that this album does that for sure yep all right am I up you're up Jordan okay so thank you for adjusting the order because I had this little plan so <laughs> I got I got you yeah yeah so the, so my healing slash hopeful song comes from the same from Mount Erie. He had done these, did this album in 2015, and then I think in, I don't know if it was 2016 or 17, both albums were so, they're healing in their own way, but they're just grief albums about his, his wife passing, and just so, kind of like Carrie and Lowell, but more more personal in the so, sense So that was of, the album that I thought of pivoting to after you yeah, made yeah. Uh, your Mount Erie pick, and then I decided to stick with what I had written. Right. But. So he did those two, uh, one in 2015, one in 2017. Then he had a very strange change in his life where he married the actress Michelle Williams, who used to be married to Heath Ledger, and who so they had a similar situation where their spouse had died and left them with one, a small child, both of them. So he got married to Michelle Williams. It was kind of like weird to see this super underground artist all of a sudden in like the tabloid, like who is Michelle Williams' new husband? But he like had lived in Anacortes and recorded at a studio, analog and everything, and sold you know his home and moved with his daughter to you know brooklyn to live in an apartment with this big movie star and 
I think nine months later they're divorced and he's like back living with his in his parents' house in Washington, you know. But he has this new album that comes out in 2019 called Lost Wisdom Part Two. So it's he's still dealing with some of the grief, but now he's dealing with this kind of new love that he had that he's just now in the wake of this. So the song I'm choosing is called Love Without Possession. And it's a beautiful song that kind of deals with some of the reality, like he, not like a shallow kind of healing, but a, maybe a more existentially realistic kind of healing, like a transcendent kind of love, such type of thing. Love Without Possession, it's uh, Phil Elverham and Julie Doiren, I think is her name. They did lo- uh, Lost Wisdom, the initial one in 2000, maybe eight. And so this is from the album Lost Wisdom Part Two. Devastates 
That's the he's like my like you can tell it's very lyric driven music, so he's kind of the the poet that has spoken to me the most. I did the the Bonnie Prince Billy uh, ode a few months back. This is the the Mount Airy one, so he could have honestly answered probably five of the of the prompts from this episode for me. Nice. Um, I, to- I toyed with the idea of choosing a Neil Young song for every question. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, was ex- I was expecting only Neil Young and Beatles responses from yeah. you. Um, so I didn't expect it. I didn't really think about it at the time, but uh, going through this, it occurred to me partway through, did we just solve much of the world's problems with music? Did, did we accomplish that today? I think we might have. We just may have. Um, no, this was super fun. Thank you for indulging us. Uh, I don't know that I have too much more to add other than um, send us send us your lists if you want to. Tell us about your Goosebumps songs, songs that have made you cry, songs that you've had strong reactions to that give you hope or that you want to uh, heal the world. Make a list. Share them with your, uh, with your friends. Ask other people. It's, uh, it's fun, and uh, I think it's a, a nice way to connect through this... Uh, this rhythm that I think you unites our uh, our collective humanity connects us to the universe in a in a great way. So, thank you, gentlemen. Closing prayer. <laughs> Jordan's got that. <laughs> do any Do any of you have any parting thoughts before we go encore rapid fire for the the questions we didn't respond to? Give me some parting thoughts, Steve. Steve, you are uh, you're the actual uh, professional in the world of music. <laughs> Um, are we, are we're, we're, we're just concluding recording period right now, right? We're not, we're not, we're not coming back for some kind of coda. I actually, I, you, you, were, you were wanting to do more. I think I actually have to go though. Well, okay, then, let's, okay. then let's finish well, this thing up. I think, yeah. I think the only thing, if, if I'm going to reach back and grab anything, you, the question was what songs inspire you to be creative? Uh, and that, that was an interesting question. Uh, and for, for that question i always I, I go to usually the more strange stuff or the stuff that surprises me and there's been a lot of more recent stuff in that category but one that's a little older is just uh frank zappa and uh, it, especially just the earlier stuff he did in the 60s and 70s mothers of invention yeah mothers stuff. of invention and just it's it's such a high bar for just strangeness creativity and even in the course of a single song or a single track just all these unexpected left turns and things and incorporating all these different styles and influences. And so um, that's always uh, my original, my original response on that question was a total cheat. And I picked the entire another green world album by Brian Eno, (laughs) (laughs) a whole album. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. This was fun. I'm glad you, I'm glad you put this together. Jason put Mm -hmm. the questions together. It's a fun exercise and Yeah. Enjoyed it. Enjoyable. Highly. Oh, thank you very much. Um, hey, let's. here's to a better 2021, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's right. And good music yeah. coming out, hopefully, too. It's been one <laughs> week since you left the beat. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. Uh, I'll, I'll see you that, and I'll raise you one higher. Oh, Steve. No. Oh, yeah. one, oh, boy. Must have.
Is it?